morning, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Edison 32K Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. It's a very chilly uh, evening here in Los Angeles, California. It's about 8.30 p.m. And today we have a special guest and a special topic that we want to talk about. And you guys uh, all heard Sally come on my show a couple of times. Sally is a very compassionate person. She comes from a background um, growing up in Vietnam, but then came over here in the U.S. at about... Uh, five or six years ago so she's had um, you know seen what it's like to grow up in a third world country and has seen uh, a lot of you know like people that are suffering and kids that are um, you know that lack nutrition and lack food um, so the topic of today is we're going to talk about you know just child hunger and and poverty and just how maybe we can help that and then indirectly you guys listening to the show can also uh, maybe help out um, but with that being said let's welcome Sally to the show thank you Sally for coming back how are you I'm good. How are you? Hello, everyone. I'm back. Yeah, Sally. It's been uh, it's been a couple of weeks, but it's good to see you again, and hope you're doing well. Yeah, I hope you're doing well too. The, the weather's pretty cold now, huh? Yeah, the weather is really cold over here in Los Angeles. I guess it's it's you know November, December, winter's coming. How how are you staying warm? Warm. Um, I just put a lot of clothes on. That's <laughs> the only thing I can do. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and I think, you know, like, given the fact that I think we, you know, we have so many um, anemones at home now, we have, like, heater, we have blankets, we have clothes to wear, but mm-hmm. at uh, certain times of the year, like right now, you know, there's a lot of people out there that don't have, you know, clothing, they don't have shelter, mm-hmm. they don't they don't even have hot meals to eat, you know, and I mean, how, I just want to ask you, just right off the bat, like, do you ever think about these kind of things? Um. Yeah, th- this thing kind of pop up in my mind one in a while but i think as i go through 2020 that we all suffer a lot i think that life is too short so this this thought about the less um like unfortunate people sometimes pop up in my head and i feel like oh wow i'm so lucky i should be treasured every day and uh, that i'm still wake up Mm -hmm. and i can still have my beloved people around me and all stuff like that right yeah and i think you're right because i think sometimes you know like people like me or like you know uh, that have a a good upbringing and you know like i mean my parents specifically came over here into the u.s they're both immigrants so their childhood is not as as fortunate as mine you know where i have everything and like you said you know it's also a year to reflect on a lot of things and one of the things that i reflected on was the fact that you know there's there's I have I can go and eat anything anytime I want and I I've, I've never been hungry. The only time I've been hungry is like when I haven't eat breakfast or I skip breakfast or mm-hmm. I go home from work and I'm hungry. But it's nowhere near, you know, the hunger that you know maybe kids face in like third world countries. And mm-hmm. I know you're from you grew up in Vietnam. Did you ever see any of those examples or any anything that kind of like made a permanent impact on your mind? Yeah, when I was a kid. um I actually see that a lot, especially in Asia and, and in the developing countries like Vietnam and uh, mm-hmm. I don't know India or other Asian country too. So there's still a lot, like a large amount of people that are suffering from starvation or mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. En- don't have enough food. Yeah, it's like when you mentioned that, I remember as a kid. Um, I, me and my sister always save up money. We have a biggie banks, mm-hmm. and then we try to save up as much as we can. So, and then when it's come to the new year, we try to give them, donate them to the like unfortunate kids, the kids who are suffering or the one that doesn't have enough food to eat. 
right like that. right right i mean in your school did you did you feel like were there any programs or anything that you guys had i mean i don't know I- what it's like in vietnam but there's probably a lot of unfortunate kids like you just mentioned mm-hmm. earlier anything that your school did to like kind of help out with that or not not so much i think that they have um back in the day they have like scholarship oh, but okay. i don't i don't i don't know i don't i don't think that that helped that much uh-huh, uh-huh. so that but because like now that um the the starvation the poverty and all that stuff there's still a lot in vietnam right right and then in other asian country too yeah and i think that's a that's a serious problem because um over there you know they might not have enough to eat and then you know in other countries where it's like we have hot meals every day we kind of mm-hmm. take it for granted you know mm-hmm. um, i remember back in elementary school when i was about uh, 10 or 11 years old uh, we had a little program where you have to fill out a form where if your families were uh, low income and you can prove it on paper then the school will give you uh, i think free meals every day mm. but that's only if you were like you know you qualify for it and i always thought that the food that the school made was actually really good mm-hmm. <laughs> i liked it more than the food that my mom made <laughs> so but fortunately now that i think back it's like I- i'm the lucky one that gets packed lunches every day versus the kids that had to use like a stamp card because we had a stamp card for lunch every time and they stamp they check off your name every time mm-hmm. you get a meal so i w- i would think that those kids are lucky back then and i'm like why why do i always have to eat my mom's food but actually in reality now when i reflect back mm-hmm. i'm the lucky one and they're the unlucky one you know what i mean yeah. um so yeah. yeah when i when i went to the university in the u.s mm-hmm. they also have i don't know what's that called but the room to store all the food that oh, right. that if you don't like if that day you don't have food to eat or mm-hmm. you feel um, hungry but you don't have money you mm-hmm. can just always go to that room and then grab some like oh, really? food and all the stuff like that yeah wow yeah so I, I think that's yeah that's I mean I think s- schools should kind of incorporate some of those programs where they can kind of like help out kids mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people are doing it nowadays you know the more privileged um, you know schools and, and more privileged like uh I guess uh, universities, they can kind of, you know, have more of like a budget or something to kind of mm-hmm. leave to the side to kind of help out those children. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to read off some statistics to you. Uh, so this is according to childreninc.org. These are some of some interesting facts about um, child hunger. And uh, this is a global fact, and it's it states that uh, every year about 3.1 million children, and that's about 8,500 children per day, they die due to poor poor nutrition. Do you think poor nutrition and and hunger and having not enough food to eat? Do you think that they they all are like they have correlation with each other? They all like relate to each other. Do you feel like? Yeah, of course. If you don't have food or you don't um like you don't have enough food to eat, mm-hmm. it will affect your nutrition, and then you right. can like that. Kids cannot grow um the same way as the kids who have enough food. Right, right, right. So that why um it's affect a lot of aspect like mm-hmm. if they grow up they cannot be as smart as other kids something like that it will affect the economics and yeah yeah, like yeah. all the stuff as well it's not just like the, that personal family alone right right yeah. it's it's like a domino effect right yeah, like not having enough to eat mm-hmm. you won't have enough uh you know like energy to study and if you yeah. can't study well you can't have a good future mm-hmm. so it all ties into like uh, i guess having not only enough food to eat but having a good nutrition as well right yeah um, and it's funny how you just mentioned about, you know, kids not having enough to eat and they can't kind of like utilize their full potential to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another interesting fact, according to uh, childreninc.org, um, about 815 million people in the world 
they don't have enough to eat and uh, that 28 percent of children in developing countries like you know third world countries like thailand or vietnam india those countries um they're considered to be underweight and like you said that's mm-hmm. that's a big factor you know mm-hmm. like how can you grow and utilize your full brain power if you can't even get enough to eat um so how do you think if it was up to you like do you have any recommendation or anything um to kind of like if you see that kids in the situation how do you think you would you would want to help so i mean me myself i would try to help in my how do i say it in my possibility Mm -hmm. that i will try my best but Mm -hmm. i cannot make changes by myself right right i i hope that whoever listened to this podcast or whoever out there if Mm -hmm. you have a chance and just save up money or mm-hmm. i know they i think that there are a lot of um organization right now that help the kids right 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 in lack of nutrition or don't have enough food to use yeah yeah any? there's there's a couple there's like there's like um hungry children there's red cross mm-hmm. there's like a bunch of organizations that if you just look it up online uh-huh. like during covid they they take a lot of donations to help you know kids and and they their your donations go directly to to that cause so i think that's really really mm-hmm. good um so i think it, it just starts from like just even every little small bit helps right yeah you don't have to do like a couple hundred dollars a month or something even just like five dollars or if you see like a homeless kid or something just maybe try to buy something for them and and give them give them something give something back i mean mm-hmm. for them i think for the kids that are hungry i think they don't they don't really necessarily think about nutrition because they're just thinking i'm hungry i just want to eat mm-hmm you know so um and yeah like if example for just you and me if we both donate five dollars is ten but mm-hmm. if a hundred people out there donate five dollars mean a lot to that those kids who are suffering they can have a lot of like enough food to eat whole day right right like that. So, y- yeah. yeah that's a good that's a good point too um and then i i remember um you know when i was younger you know my parents would always tell me if you don't eat your food if you because like i would leave a little bit of leftovers on the plate and my mom especially would be like if you don't eat this food you're wasting food there's hundreds of kids in africa that are starving right i don't know why she would always mention about mm-hmm. africa but now when i think back about it they always have those commercials on tv where they show like people that are hungry in africa so your mind kind of just ties that into africa but obviously mm-hmm. there's other countries that are also hungry as well mm-hmm. so do you think as as a kid parents telling you that if you don't eat food or if you're wasteful do you think that that plays out you know in a positive way to you do you think that has a negative effect on you um i i actually um my mom and dad actually talk to me the same exactly way oh really, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> they like every time i eat and i ate and i left over food my mm-hmm. mom be like y- you don't know what you have you are so um wasted because right wasteful yeah yeah because mm-hmm. people out there don't, don't have enough food to eat and right. you waste your food and all stuff like that so as a kid, I don't really understand. Right, right. But I just like kind of feel like okay, I'm luckier than other people. So I think mm-hmm. it's a good way to show your kids. But maybe parents should explain a little bit more. Right, right. To to the extent of why they are doing so. Right, right. Because as a kid, sometimes I just don't understand. I just think that my mom tried to force me to eat everything. Right, right. But, and then um, my mom also like um, teach me to appreciate every food I eat. 
So every day, if I go and ask her mom, "What are we eating today?" she w- she won't answer me because she said that whatever I make for you, you have to eat everything. <laughs> you have to appreciate it. All the kids doesn't doesn't right, matter. right. Yeah, yeah, and I think it also depends on your circumstance and your mm-hmm. environment and and the, the situation that you grew up in. Obviously, you know, if you have a lot of good food to eat every day, mm-hmm. or if it's fresh, like you know, your parents cook you every a meal every night, then you're gonna grow up and think like you want you have a higher standard like why am i eating this tonight i ate this yesterday but if you don't have much like for example if you just have like a bag of chips and the kid doesn't have enough food he's gonna want that bag of chips it's like night and day to him you know he's gonna Mm -hmm. love that bag of chips but for people like me and you where we have food every day it's like we have more options to select from and i think it's more difficult for us to be appreciative do you Mm -hmm. think so but I think, but but when we get older, mm-hmm. we, we we start to appreciate things more, and we start to l- realize that we are more fortunate than other people. Right. But right, as right, a right. kid, yeah, you you're right. We don't like we don't really yeah, we don't think too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. But it takes time to learn. So yeah. Hopefully, whoever listens to the podcast mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. so young try to learn to appreciate more. Yeah, and I also think like you know all this hunger, all all, all these like acts to indirectly help. Um, uh, child, you know, combat child hunger. I also think that uh, as humans, you know, we're naturally a very compassionate people. Like we, as humans, we want to do good. We want to mm-hmm. see good. And, you know, everybody's born into this world with a blank slate, right? We don't have any kind of like um, brainwashing or any kind of like influence or anything like that. So I think as humans, do you think that if you teach people to be more compassionate and be empathetic towards other humans, do you think that will indirectly help maybe like fight this cause of like child hunger in the world do you think that's that might be a reason that it's lacking as well um like teaching your kids to be more compassionate that yeah, way they, they can give back w- more i think that will mm-hmm. help if you teach your kids when they was younger mm-hmm. it will definitely help when they grow up they will um have that mindset and then yeah. they will s- start to appreciate more and then try to spread help more like that yeah and i think it's also it's really important how like you know your parents raise you in a certain way you know like for example like and when i was younger i remember i had a, a neighbor and every time um you know before i went to school the garbage truck would drive by mm-hmm. our house and he would collect the garbage right and i'd hear my neighbor tell his kids you know if you don't study well you, you're not gonna be able to take care of yourself and you're gonna end up doing this low-income horrible dirty job like this trash guy right but at the same time, like, and then my mom would see that, and then she would tell me, like, hey, you know, um, you know, this guy is, is, he's really trying so hard to make a living. Mm-hmm. If you grow up and, and, you know, you have enough, you, you can maybe give back and help. Um, so I think it's all about the perspective, too, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's true, about the perspective? Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, there's, that's just this perspective, and then the parent will affect the kid's perspective as well. Mm-hmm. Like, from, from my mom and dad, um, they used to tell me that um, no job is a bad job. So it's just like everyone is trying their best to right. make a living. And then if you are more fortunate and just give back, don't judge people by just their job or their position. And right, like right. That. You want to be less judgmental, right? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so I think it's really great that, you know, we have a couple of ideas on, on how to, like, uh, combat child hunger and just be more com- uh, compassionate and empathetic towards people. Um, and for all you listeners out there that are listening to this podcast, um, Edgerton 30K Media, um, which I host, uh, we partnered with um, a really awesome sponsor, uh, Free Lunch Coffee. And they're sponsoring this episode to, you know, fight child hunger and just 
just make a world a better place. And I want you guys to maybe take a, a few minutes, to, if you can, just to pull out their website, you know, at freelunchcoffee.com and take a look at some of their coffees that they're selling, some of their mugs. Um, they're, they're amazing because, you know, they, they donate um, 50% of their earnings to um, the lunch fund. So I think you guys can, can really... Um, help out if you are you know you have the compassionate heart you want to help definitely check out their website and uh, uh, maybe we'll talk about talk about them a little bit more later on um, but Sally I want to ask you a question so when you were um, I guess in Vietnam growing up and you saw a lot of kids that didn't have enough food then you came over to the U.S. and everybody was like you know the portions they serve here is so big right you mm -hmm. eat a hamburger it's huge you eat a pizza it's it's so big do you think that it's a problem that you know these people are kind of like you know um like making so much food and people aren't finishing they're throwing it away do you think they maybe we could change that start with that but what if they get used to that diet mm. already mm -hmm. oh, it's this is hard but i think that each person should know their limit and know what can they like eat Right, 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 right. So that when they order, they just order enough, don't order a bunch, and then you throw them all away. Right. I, I that's a good point too. I mean, yeah. I mean, because I, mm -hmm. it's hard to make to unify a, a portion limit to mm -hmm. all the restaurants because it's so hard. Because each people will have their all the different um, eating level or whatever. Right, right, right. So right. it's really depend on your you and yourself to judge how how much you can eat in right. that meal and just order enough. It's a way for you to save money and save the food for other people too. Right, right. Yeah. No, that's true because you know, I, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, like we share the same the same planet Earth. Mm -hmm. You know, we share the same environment, the same air. I mean, obviously, we're in different countries in different parts of the world, different cities, but you know, we all we all like go through you know the same emotions like mm -hmm. happiness, sadness, excitement, fear. You know, we all share that. So it's like. You know, if, if uh, this is really hard because naturally I think humans are, we want everything to ourselves. Like mm -hmm. we're naturally kind of like selfish, but then we also want to be more giving. So I think it takes time, you know, as you get older and you, you, you get a more mature mindset mm -hmm. in your life. So, I mean, if you yeah. could, yeah, if, if I could ask you to give some of these listeners a piece of advice, um, what would you give them in terms of how to indirectly help people that are, to fight hunger in the world, what would you? What advice would you give them? Um, cause I, speaking from my own experience, mm -hmm. I have a I know a lot of people. They will be like, "Oh, I want to give back, but I don't have time. Mm -hmm, I don't mm -hmm. have, I don't know what to do." And right. Blah blah blah. I mean, if you really want to do something, you will find a way. Right. And exactly. If you're not, then mm -hmm. there will be excuse. So there right. will be a, nowadays we have a lot of organization. You can just donate through facebook or it's like t in just five minutes you can mm -hmm. just donate you can save up your income i don't know because i i read a lot about the way you spend your money each month so right, it right. would be better if you save like two to five percent of mm -hmm. your income mm -hmm. so that you can donate it to, to give back to less fortunate people yeah so there's a lot of like the website you mentioned that you buy yeah. coffee and then freelunchcoffee.com mm -hmm. yeah you can buy something that you like and then p that company end up giving the money to the less fortunate kids so that would be perfect yeah, yeah. and I think I think it, it all starts there you know and I think lunchbox uh, free lunch coffee is, mm -hmm. is amazing you know I, and I think um, given the fact that they want to help uh, 
fight child hunger. And I think if you're a coffee lover, why not buy coffee from a company that wants yeah. to make a difference in the world? I you know, coffee. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so maybe Sally will be uh, yeah. the first customer. <laughs> um, yeah. But but yeah, uh, on that note, I mean. Let's uh let's take a little break um, from this first session, and when we come back, I want to touch base on like some of my more uh, childhood stories and some of my experiences as a kid, and how that influenced me and shaped me on how to like you know give back to children and help children, not necessarily fight hunger, but give me a more compassionate mindset, which can lead me to the future by doing uh, you know other things like fighting child hunger, mm-hmm. for example. So yeah, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, let's uh. Let's touch base on that, and then I want to hear from you, see what you have to offer in in, in your childhood experiences as well. Okay, sounds good. After the break, all right, (laughs) take a little break. See you guys in a bit. Bye, see you guys. This episode has been sponsored by Free Lunch Coffee. Free Lunch Coffee is an amazing organization which makes not only coffee but mugs and tumblers as well. But it is their mission to fight child hunger that sets them apart from everyone else. With every bag of coffee you buy. You are supporting a child to get a meal for two weeks, according to OurWorldData.com. In the world today, 820 million people are undernourished, and 697 million people are severely food insecure and go to bed hungry every night. To all my listeners on this podcast, please join me and let's all lend a helping hand to children in need and help them fight hunger. Free lunch coffee will donate 50% of their profits. To the lunchbox fund, together we can make the world a better place and build up future generations. Start today by visiting their website at www.freelunchcoffee.com. Use coupon code Empathy for a ten percent discount. Every small change can make a huge difference. And welcome back, guys. That was a short break. I hope you guys enjoyed that little intermission there. Uh, I have guest Sally here with me again, and uh, mm-hmm. she's back on the show. Um, so we were just kind of chit-chatting a little bit during that little intermission, and Sally had a couple of questions she wanted to ask me, so yeah. I'll let, let her have the mic. Um, before we continue talking about the topic, because this kind of weird experience when you asked me to come into the podcast and talk about the, the topic of jai hunger and uh, the starvation and all the stuff. Mm-hmm. So is there a reason behind you discussing about this topic? Yeah, so I think, you know, it's almost the end of the year. It's 2020 was a crazy year. And, you know, it's November and we're approaching Thanksgiving. And here in the United States, um, Thanksgiving is a time to be grateful. And mm-hmm. I'm just thinking back in my life, what am I grateful for? You know, I'm grateful for my health, my family, my my job, you know, like having a roof under my house. But also at the same time, um, I think I want to be grateful to just have like enough to to live off of and and it's a time to give back as well and especially during the holiday season now you know like we everybody's in good spirits in in a good mood so we kind of want to give back a little bit more and made me want to give back so i was thinking what can i do how can i indirectly help and that's why i stumbled across this topic and and also um and i wanted to bring you in because i know you have some experiences with you know like with uh you know growing up in a, in Vietnam and mm-hmm. seeing s- kids that are not as fortunate as others so the whole reason why everything is just it happens for a reason i just think that thanksgiving and christmas is a time that everybody is is in better spirits and they want to give back yeah. yeah i totally agree like we are so this year is so crazy and then mm-hmm. we were so busy thinking about ourselves thinking about our personal life right and t- 
I think if you don't invite me on this podcast, I never seriously sit down and start thinking about other things happen outside my personal life. So I, I mean, like sometimes we need to sit down, take a step back, and think about other people. How mm-hmm. how can we give back a little bit? Just like not just your personal life, not just your old dilemmas or problem. Right. Yeah, and it's a good chance to reflect. You, yeah. You're really right on that, and I think. The more you reflect, the more you see things clearly. You know, mm-hmm. if you're experiencing it in the moment, you might not have a lot of different perspectives. So mm-hmm. I think it's important to think for a bit. Um, that's a really good point. So, do you have any like childhood story related to the topic you're bringing up? You want to share about or? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. That's a really good question, actually. Um, so I, I don't know if many of my listeners out there know this. I touched base on this uh, very vaguely, but. When my parents first came over to this country in 1975, my dad is actually Buddhist, and he started a Buddhist temple. And um, I didn't really understand, you know, what Buddhism was all about. I'm not really religious um, or anything like that. But my parents, regardless of what I thought, they would take me to the temple, like you know, when I was little, for just a few weeks in a year. And as I got older, um, I was about 17 and si- or 16 years old. They started volunteering me at uh, the temple to like teach little kids and oversee little kids and just kind of like mentor them, teach them about the good things, the bad things in life, such as like don't steal, don't lie, um, and just kind of like be their friend. And the one thing I learned about that is that, you know, when you go through those experiences, little by little, you learn to be a good listener, you learn to be compassionate and empathetic. And that kind of like ties into the whole podcast of like giving back, you know, and just helping people um, just reach their full potential. That's my childhood story, um, and you know, by no means am I like religious or anything. But mm-hmm. I think little small experience like that kind of shape your, you know, your 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 mindset and mm-hmm. your and your core values. So I think that's that's yeah. my experience. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like parents parents have a lot of effect on our like compassionate right. mm-hmm. or empathetic. So mm-hmm. like I told you when I was a kid, my parents always teach me to give back. So mm-hmm. that why I like growing up with that mindset maybe i haven't had a chance to do that a lot but i'm still giving back like here and there a little bit right, right. when i have a chance and mm-hmm. like the feeling when you have other people i don't know how to explain that you mm-hmm. don't need to have any anything in in, in return but right. it feel good when you 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 know that y- the thing you give can help a lot, right a lot exactly of people a lot. Oh, yeah. And that's a really good point because um, there's been scientific research about this. And uh, the more you give, it doesn't have to be a lot, mm-hmm. but giving is a way to, to achieve self-happiness mm-hmm. you know, in your life. I mean, you don't have to have be a millionaire to give. Um, but it's, it's kind of funny because people believe that it's the other way around, you know, mm-hmm. that you make more and you have more, therefore you're more happy. But it's actually the reverse. Mm-hmm. And um, this is really interesting because I, I read up a little bit about um, free lunch coffee and the founder Vin, mm-hmm. which um, I'm gonna probably interview later on in my in another episode. Um, but he, you know, he realized this, um, and I think he's he's definitely listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> but I think he realized this uh, at a certain age where if you give back mm-hmm. to the community, you give back to people, and you give back um, to children. I think mm-hmm. that is a very fulfilling feeling to have, and I think not many people can realize that. And especially young people, it's hard for young people to realize yeah. that, you know. I'm kind of uh, at my whoever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is an honor for me to actually do this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a privilege also to be able to 
connect with with so many good-hearted people around the world and um and to have you as well you know your experience and your your mindset and your values i think uh, the world does need more people that are you know more kind and generous mm-hmm. compassionate for sure um, yeah because i i always have um a mindset or a quote that mm-hmm. my friends say right. that I'm crazy, something like that. But I think that what if I pass away the next day? Right, I right. I bring all the money. Exactly. What can I bring? The happiness I have, mm-hmm. the thing that I can help all them and stuff like that. It's kind of sound. It's not that pathetic, but mm-hmm. it's just a way for m- to me to remind myself that um, money is not the only thing. But it it doesn't mean that you have to stop trying. You can. St- keep trying but you can do it in a way that how to help other in the same time as well right that's a good point too that's yeah, a really good my point some of my yeah. friends think i'm crazy but <laughs> <laughs> that's true i mean you know like i remember um you know my my mom and my grandma would always be it's funny because my grandma came over to this country she doesn't really work she works very little mm-hmm. and my mom when we were younger she didn't really work as much either she just was a stay-at-home mom so she didn't have a lot of money But every time she saw a homeless person, she would keep some cash or something in the car, or or sometimes she would she would see a homeless person with a kid, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Hold on, I need I need to go over and give this person like a, a little bit of money," mm-hmm. and it's not much money; it's only like one dollar, two dollars, and the majority of my family, whenever they see that, they would be like, "Why are you giving them money? They're just gonna go out and buy alcohol and buy drugs and just drink," but it's not what what it's not up to you when you mm-hmm. give to have them fulfill any expectation that you have mm-hmm. if they want to go ahead and do all that stuff it's it's on them you know mm-hmm. but you give because you want to give from your heart it's like mm-hmm. the same that you help someone when you open the door for somebody you don't want them to like give you money right you do mm-hmm. it because it's out of your own heart mm-hmm. your own good feeling so i think people that that give in the world especially the people that sacrifice a lot They don't expect anything in return. Yeah. Do you think that's a that's a, the right thinking to not expect anything in return? Yeah, uh, like when you mentioned that, I remember a story when my um, back in the day when, when I was in high school, my teacher, one of my favorite one, he used to, mm-hmm. to tell me a story that there was a guy right just drive by, and then there was a homeless guy mm-hmm. as like crying and begging him for a hundred dollar. But in Vietnam, hundred dollar is a lot, so that guy just. Pick like out his pocket and give it to the homeless a hundred. Oh, I see. And then his friends be like, "Why are you so crazy? What if he's a scammer or if it's something like that?" And then the the guy who give the money say that, "Oh well, if he is a scammer, at least I have a I like at least I spend a hundred dollar, but no one get hurt. Like right, have right, right. Someone else. So it's like you can just be skeptical all the time when you give something. Right. Just like you hope that that money can help something. Mm-hmm. Become better. Mm-hmm. You cannot just be skeptical all the time because, yeah, this is how the mindset of giving. To yeah, that's a really good point too. And yeah. naturally, humans are skeptical. You know, yeah. they're always more negative than positive. Mm-hmm. And you got to really train your mind hard. You got to train it hard to be positive. You know, and it's really difficult too. And I think, um, it, it, I'm still struggling sometimes to be honest. But I think as you get older, you, you like you said earlier in the mm-hmm. show, reflect more, yeah. think more, be more empathetic. But it's good that mm-hmm. we have a lot of organization nowadays that you can just bu- like buy stuff or donate directly, right. and then they can help you so that you won't have to worry about where where my money goes. For sure, like that. exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, and and just for everybody out there that's you know donating and the, and all the organizations, the nonprofit companies that are you know working day and night, um, selflessly uh, t- through tiring days just to 
help out children or help out people that are unfortunate or just to to self-sacrifice i think that's a very noble cause and and you know it's thanks to them that you know it's a small change makes a big difference i think mm-hmm. um yeah with that being said i mean uh, we touched base on a lot of very positive and and, and interesting points in the podcast today did you want to leave the audience before we conclude with any kind of like positive notes or any good pieces of advice you want to give to all the listeners um i hope you guys have a still survive to the 2020 (laughs) and um (laughs) like like to say something related to this topic i would say um try to give back if you can it doesn't have to be a lot it's just like how much do just do your best and then try to open your heart open your mind a little bit don't be too skeptical but because there's a lot of organization out there so you can trust them like the one the coffee the coffee that van mentioned earlier yeah free lunch coffee yeah free lunch coffee um yeah just give back because you never know what happened to you tomorrow what can you bring to the next day is the feeling in your heart not just the money in your pocket that's a really <laughs> that's a, that's a great point and just to p- piggyback on what Sally said uh, to give uh, without any expectation of anything in return is uh, one of the most like selfless things that anyone can do so you can you don't have to go out there and just give everybody a hundred dollars just start slow you know mm-hmm. start small just a donation here and there or just buy somebody a meal um, and just see how good you feel just try it out mm-hmm. you know I encourage you guys all to try it out um, but yeah with that being said um, I wanted to take the time out to thank Sally very much for always coming through and coming on the show. Uh, your inputs and experiences are always welcome, and uh, you do possess a lot of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And hopefully the listeners can learn a little bit from you as well. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoy this podcast. It's good to look back sometimes. Yeah, huh? for yeah. sure. Thank, <laughs> thank you so much. And also thank you to uh, Free Lunch Coffee, who is sponsoring this episode, as you guys mm-hmm. heard in the um, the in, in during the intermission, uh, their goal, their mission. Um, please visit their website at freelunchcoffee.com and uh, stay tuned shortly uh, with the next episode or so I will be interviewing uh, Vin Singh who is the founder of freelunchcoffee.com and uh, we'll get a more in-depth conversation with him on how he got started with his company and his vision and and things like that so with that being said hope you guys are staying warm out there Uh, happy early Thanksgiving to everybody and uh, start small learn to give And uh, let me know how that goes. I guarantee you guys will be happy. And thank you, Sally, again. Bye. Good night, everyone. Take care, guys. Have a good night. See you all soon.